It's Mac and Eddie after the show, episode number 35. And today I got Daydream Believer, Bad Day at BA, and What a Way to Go. I have a feel-good story that I really like. You like dolphins? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Spokes candies are saying goodbye, and also an AI wife. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> scientists from Japan have developed an alarm that sounds whenever it detects that someone is daydreaming. Oh. A recent study involved placing all the time. <laughs> it places electrodes on people's heads and tracks their brain activity whenever their minds begin to wander off. Does it zap you? <laughs> no, but maybe maybe one day it will. Back at it. <laughs> Researchers found that the volunteers daydreamed scientifically less or significantly less after wearing the electrodes. So it kind of got in their head to not daydream when it was on. Mm, daydream is that's kind of like um. I didn't think that was something you could control. Your mind just... I, does no one think like I do? Your mind just wanders. <laughs> Dr. Izaku Kashishima says, Our ultimate goal is to develop neurofeedback training, which allows people to manage their mind wandering in a beneficial manner. Hmm. I don't know if you could ever do that. But, I mean, boy, you could use that in school a lot. I like it, daydreaming. You know, remember you're just sitting there in school in a class that you hated. But I think just, though, you know, creative people daydream. That's true. Otherwise, they wouldn't create. I don't like that. So, Annie says no. One nope. against. Okay. All right. You like a feel-good story? Sure. I love to feel good. Okay. So this poor little dolphin was spotted in Clearwater Creek on January 1st. Couldn't get out of the creek. Like rescuers had to come. Um, and it took 24 of them to make a human chain because they figured if we let him stay here, it's going to become dependent on humans and lose its instincts in the wild. Right. So we got to get it out of the creek. Well, the poor thing couldn't find. If I was a dolphin, I would be this dolphin. I couldn't. It couldn't find its way out of this <laughs> creek. So they make this human chain to kind of guide it. Oh, wow. And they got it back into the open water. Really? Yeah. They say dolphins are smart, too. Mm-hmm. Not well, all of us. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I'm sure. If I was a dolphin, where's my Google Maps? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a group of dolphins the other dolphins make fun of, you know, because that's how every... I am that you know. dolphin. I understand. <laughs> okay, uh, Dr. James Hamblin is... I, I had to Google him. He's, he's 40-something years old now. Maybe he's 40 years old. Now, he says he has not showered in 12 years. Gross. He says, in the course of thinking about skin microbes, I started using less soap and less shampoo, less deodorant, and showering less. I went from every day to every other day to, well, every three days. And now I, well, I pretty much stopped altogether. Ew. (laughs) He says, I was an oily, smelly beast before. The odor of bodies is a product of bacteria that live in our skin and feed off the secretions. Blah, blah, blah. And then our hair follicles. Now, when they're out of balance, we tend to produce types of microbes that smell bad. But after a while, our own ecosystem reaches a steady state and you stop smelling bad. That's not true, dude. You sure? You still smell. He just can't smell himself anymore. He says, He says. I mean, you don't smell like rose water or Axe body spray, but you don't smell like BO yeah. either. 
Gross. You just smell like a person. I doubt if his patients like it. If he's up close, people. Mm-mm. He's a doctor too. That's yeah. gross. He goes, I'm safe to be around. That would include hand washing, brushing your teeth, cleaning of open wounds, even mask wearing. He goes, I don't think any of that stuff is due to question. But apparently, he does not. He's nope. not a fan of the bath. That's nasty. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the deal. You know, if you do that, I think you would have to have a whole house full of participants. It's like if we did that in the studio, we'd both have to be then on board. And the whole house probably smells too. Yeah. Gross. We'd both have to be on board because you don't want one person doing this and one person not. Mm-mm. It's like, oh, gosh. I'd find him next to me on the airplane, I bet. Nope. Thank you. All right. So everybody likes, well, I thought we liked the M&M Spokes Candies. Did uh-huh. they come out during, was the first time we saw the Spokes Candies at a, a Super Bowl commercial maybe? You know, it's, it's a very good chance because a lot of that I mean, happens. those were always some of Super the funnier Sunday. ones during Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't remember. But anyway, the company's going a whole different direction. They're going to lay off the spokes candies. And the thing that I thought was interesting is the post that they wrote to explain what was happening. They said, this is from their Instagram post from M&M's. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would notice. And we definitely didn't think it would break the Internet. But now we get it. Even a candy shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. So that's the post from Instagram. And um, Maya Rudolph is their new spokesperson. That's Remember very Remember cool. her from Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. And a whole bunch of other things. I think she's funny. I, I don't know what the new message is going to be, but she's going to bring... I think I saw a slogan like the lighter side of things or maybe trying to lighten the mood a little. Yeah. Pe- it is ridiculous that cartoon M&Ms could set people off, but everybody's triggered by everything now. So, Well, I know um, the green M&M, uh, it, it was supposedly a female. She used to wear high heels and then they put her yeah, in sneakers. Yeah, that's what this, this is, that quote was about. Okay. So, yeah, I, 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 that's a candy. Uh-huh. It's... It's a good thing for a company to freshen their their slogans and their advertising. And, you know, after oh, yeah. a while, Maya Rudolph's funny. I like her. I think she's so, really funny. I bet. Now, there was some talk, though, yesterday when this came out. I wonder, is this a stunt? Just for people to talk about it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I wonder if they're going to release something for this year's Super Bowl. That's the thing. Is huh. this a stunt to get us ready for a new Super Bowl campaign. Ah. I could see it. She'd be arguing That's... with one of the M&Ms. <laughs> and then I'm then just taking your job. It. Yeah, I'm taking your job and then crushing them. But they I can could always see... bring the spokes candies back someday. If, no. if this is a real, like, we're switching it up, we're going to Maya Rudolph and until they're tired of that, and they'll move on. <laughs> and nothing's gone forever. Everything, everybody brings something back. Yeah. Hey, we, we had it's Top Gun thing. Part 2, you know. Ugh. Not saying that was a good thing, but I'm oh. I'm wrong because uh, no one else agrees with me. But well, that's beside the point. <laughs> uh, Sandy Woods from Bristol, England. Sorry, formerly a Bristol, England, hired a dance troupe to play "Another One Bites the Dust" at her funeral. Now, <laughs> now of course, she did so prior to passing away. the uh, The Flaming Feathers dance troupe jumped out of their seats at the crematorium and performed a short routine. For all the mourners that were there. So it's like a flash mob. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. 
Uh, Sandy passed away, and uh, dancer Claire Phipps says, we had to pretend to be part of the guests with people crying and grieving, and then we got up, whipped off our coats to rock out. Did they? Ex- I guess they didn't explain, right? Maybe Ooh, not. That t- would be so awkward. If you were one of the people that was hired by her to be at her funeral and do this. Oh, that would be so bold. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're crying in a pool of your own tears, but I'm going to get up and dance for you now. Oh, oh, I couldn't do it. Here, here's the deal. If people knew Sandy, Sandy Woods, who passed away, they probably understood. Because mm-hmm. she was probably that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. You would think. <laughs> you know, unless she's this really recluse person who says, you know what? When I die, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to freak everybody out. Well, hopefully out. when they were done, they were like, that was a message from Sandy. <laughs> Well, the, the dancer Claire Phipps says it was really nice to do something different. So that that was definitely different. I guarantee. Ooh, we got to make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure, right? Okay, so a TikToker named Bryce used an AI chatbot and a text-to-image diffusion model. I don't know what any of that is, <laughs> but he created a wife, an AI wife. Now, I think that's kind of strange. A lot of people probably do. But what was funny is he had to he's complained because his companion that he created stopped working because he said, I think I've talked to her too much. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said one of his videos showed him asking his A.I. wife if she wanted to go to Burger King. And she says this is all on TikTok. His AI wife says, no, she doesn't like the smell there, and she wants to go to Wendy's instead. So Bryce claims to have spent uh, more than $1,000 on this project and plans to create another one. He's not happy with her. (laughs) So he's going to, he talks too much, and she doesn't like it. So he's divorcing her and creating a new AI wife. And Bryce, listen. For better or worse. <laughs> if you could make your own if you could make your own spouse, I mean, you know, wow. You want to go to Burger King, so that's just the way it is. You have to compromise. That's right. Not everything is BK. Somebody wants a Wendy's Frosty, she didn't you know. Say, I don't care where do you want to go. She said Wendy's. Yeah. She gave him at least a direct option. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've all had bad days at work. How about a really bad first day at work? A British Airways flight attendant recently had a terrible day. Now, the uh, the jet she was on was getting ready to take off for uh, Nigeria. The flight attendant accidentally deployed one of the inflatable slides that go out the Uh-oh. door. Now, the, the plane stopped as emergency crews had to rush to the aircraft, right? Mm-hmm. The plane was delayed four hours while the slide was being replaced. Not only that... The mistake cost the airline $60,000. Wow. Is she going to have to pay for it? Uh, it doesn't say anything <laughs> about retribution or whether she still works for BA or not, but uh, yeah, that's kind of tough. Uh-huh. You're talking about bad first days. You know, we've all had bad days at work, but I don't know if I've ever had a $60,000 bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So far. Yeah. Hey, it's early, right? Well, that'll do it for this week. We'll try to do better next.